Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Green Tea Podcast. This is episode three. I am your co-host, Nick Sibiriakoff. And I am Chloe Rains. And today we have two special guests on the podcast with us. We will be talking about sustainability in summer camp. Let me hand it over to one of our special guests, Annie Mahoney. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Um, I'm a senior, um, so class of 2023. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I use she, her pronouns. And a fun fact about me is that I can tie my shoes really fast. Additionally, I'm a math and French literature major. Awesome. And the second guest on our podcast today is Benny Adler. What's good? Uh, I'm Benny Adler. I'm a sophomore. I cannot tie my shoes really fast, but I do have a twin sister, which is perhaps not skill-based, but still a fun (laughs) fact. Um, I am from Los Angeles, California, more specifically Santa Monica, and I am tentatively an EOS and history double major. Nice. Perfect. Um, I always like it when there's interesting major combos like French and math. I feel like I haven't really heard that one before. I think I've talked to one person ever who's done like who's majoring in Italian studies, and I think my head almost exploded. Um, (laughs) But yeah, um, our first question is, how did you get into summer camp, essentially? And and essentially, like, what summer camps have you gone to? So I went to camp growing up um, from when I was, like, probably nine years old until my senior year of high school, so I did the whole whole bit, um, and I really loved it. And then I worked at a camp the summer before my (coughs) junior year, at Bowdoin, but it was a different one. So I went to camp growing up in New Hampshire, and the one that I worked at is on an island in the San Juans, which is off the coast of Washington. Oh, wait, Orkila? No. Oh, it's no, called okay. Canoe. I okay. feel like we've maybe talked about this, but... That's cr- um, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a Washington native. Yes, That's yes. crazy. Yeah, and I've spent a lot of time in the San Juans. That's wild. I've never heard of Canoe? Yeah, Canoe Island. Wow. Yeah. Okay, it's, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about it, because it's, uh, like, very... Yeah. It makes for a very interesting camp, because That's, it's in this like group violence right right yeah totally benny you kind of similarly i i went to camp from i think around nine to my last year was after my sophomore year of high school so i think i was about 16 and then i worked at the same camp which was a really interesting experience working and going to the same camp oh i I guess technically that was kind of an abbreviated answer i went from like nine to maybe when i was 10 for like two or three years i went to a camp in the sierras in california and then um, I went to a different camp in Damariscotta, Maine, which is actually like 30 minutes north of Bowdoin, um, called Camp Kiev, and I, then that's the camp that I worked at, and yeah, it was really cool. Awesome. Do you guys think that going to summer camp has somehow led you to be interested in environmentalism and preserving the outdoors? I think that my first introduction to the outdoors was through camp, and because of that, it's definitely like one of the biggest things that has led me to just feel strongly about outdoors and preserving those spaces so yes I would say I would say so and then I think like working at a camp that's on an island poses a lot of sustainability questions and and because of that experience I think that it's something that I think about a lot more but it definitely is like one of the reasons that I feel strongly about the outdoors yeah I would add for me like almost entirely it's like why I care about the outdoors because I'm from a huge city and so like the concept of of like nature quote-unquote was like pretty unfamiliar to me or like something you'd only see in like photos or videos until I got to go I was able to go to summer camp and like be in a like more rural and like like an outdoors place so so that to me is like entirely how I got interested in the outdoors and like I would say that that has led me both like to be interested in the outdoors as like a hobby but also you know even with uh 
earth and oceanographic science here at Bowdoin, like academically, it's like motivated the, those interests. And I'd also echo what Annie said about like working um, at a camp and how that like builds naturally on top. Do you have any um, memories about wanting to preserve the place where you spent your summers? Yeah, I think I think that I would say more so for the place that I worked in the San Juans because I think um, the focus or the the camp's relationship to the community in that group of islands in that region is really strong um, just because it's a pretty interconnected place and because things have changed so drastically there in the past, I don't know, like 30 years, there's a really big emphasis on how to be aware of those changes and to, to try to mitigate them as much as possible. And I think that for that, for those reasons, there was a big, really big emphasis on like, we were super aware of our water intake and super aware of like every single thing that comes on and off the island. Like you need to know, you need to, everything that comes onto the island needs to be taken off or like become part of um, something that's long lasting and it's not going to be wasteful. And so being super aware of that makes the kids and everybody that works there really cognizant about how to best preserve that place by, by avoiding like bringing things on that are going to be wasteful and that need to be brought back off. Damn, that's that's really cool. That yeah. my, that is way cooler than my answer, which is more <laughs> like, you know, at my summer camp, um, there was definitely a focus on, or one of the components, I guess, of going to the camp was like traditional summer camp activities at like a an actual like campus, but then also a lot of like outdoor trips. And I think for me, like perhaps went much more selfishly than what Andy just talked about was like being on a canoe trip. I think the one I'm thinking about is in like the we got to go to the Allagash Wilderness Waterway which is in northern Maine and just like like seeing the natural beauty of the place would be like this is insane and like like nothing I've ever seen before and like more of that like wow the natural world is so pretty and like that's why I care about it um which yeah I think that was more my experience um and that led to more like okay like how can we take care of these places um and so on yeah I think also that's like such a big that I, I completely agree, Benny. And I also think like seeing the wildlife was super important for that too. Um, and like whenever there was a whale, that the <laughs> island is small enough that there were like walkie talkies, and they'd be like, "There's a whale," and the whole camp would go and like watch it go by. And apparently, like there used to be so many more sightings, and now it's like it's like such a big deal when one goes by, and like that would open up this conversation among the kids to be like I don't know it's so exciting like why don't we see these more and that was cool um but I think like being surrounded by really beautiful and like awe-inspiring things leads to conversations about like why they're there and like how to make them continue yeah there's also something so like monkey brain about seeing animals, just like spotting animals. Like the other day, I was driving my car and I saw a deer across the road, and I was like, "Oh, nature is healing." Not actually, but like it's it's so you know it's suddenly <laughs> becoming so rare that you see no, these yeah. things, and it Seriously. and it's it's weird because then you sit there and you're like, "Why am I surprised that I just saw an animal?" Like you know what I mean? Like I'm in the forest. Why? Am I, and then it puts things into perspective. Mm-hmm. Have any of these experiences led you to bring in any sustainability practices in your daily routine, or are there any sustainability practices that you guys engaged in at camp that you mind sharing? Like you brought up, everything that comes onto the island has to be taken off, stuff like that. Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones that comes to mind is that I like touched on before is just the water consumption. They would have like a 
a chart where they track how much water was used every month, and it was like a competition because it's expensive and like a much com- more complicated process to get it on the island than like in a normal place. And so, because of that, like the kids were really aware of that, and then we also felt like a huge responsibility for for only using however much water as little water as we could and um I definitely feel like when I came back I was like in the habit of being super super conscious of that um and I don't know that's definitely stayed with me another practice is um they have like chickens and a farm and they like hire somebody from one of the other islands to come talk to them about like farming on the island and um how to make it a like sustainable process and so I think being like self-sufficient and having this like community or just yeah having things on the island to help sustain it is something that they get the kids involved in too so yeah that's a cool practice I would say for me like I guess there's kind of two levels that I would say on like a personal level level of like being a camper uh, I feel like there's little things like using a water bottle it's like I used to just like only (laughs) get I would just get yeah I would just get like a glass of water whatever but now I just like take my water bottle everywhere and Mm -hmm. to like not use like dishes or something like that or I think even the idea of like wearing clothes like for a really long time like like I feel like I don't know I feel like it somehow like I don't know just like having a piece of clothing and then wearing it till it like like breaks and then you get you either fix it or then that's when you get new clothes and not just like getting new clothes all the time which I don't know I'm like I feel like that's not something that's necessarily explicitly like taught was like taught to me at summer camp but I think there was something cool about being like oh like I've had this like fleece jacket that I wear what it's called and I've had it forever and I just take it with me all over and like it gets a lot of value from that which is cool and then I think being um like a counselor and being more in like a, a teaching role like a concept that I think most people like a lot of people hear about is like leave no trace or LNT and I think obviously that applies like really really specifically when you know you're in if you're camping or in like a an like a, a natural area I guess like not and, and you want to think about how can you like limit your impact on the land but I think like while that like when you're camping is more like you know don't litter or like you know carry out everything you take in which I guess Annie kind of talked about I feel like that is a larger principle that is like I think you can take with you elsewhere outside of like a specific to like outdoors context. But I think also like, you know, teaching kids those ideas because about like, okay, like here's how we're going to like take care of our land and like teaching other people, especially like, you know, middle schoolers and elementary schoolers, like how to take care of the land, like in that way, I guess, take care of the land, which is, you know, not a, it's, it's kind of can be a small thing or a big thing. I think like really reinforces the value we hold for like the places that we are in. Yeah, I think another practice to add is, Benny made me think of, is um, we had, like, a bunch of nature-based activities where we would, like, teach the kids yeah. about the different trees that are on the island and, like, the ecosystem that's that we're living yeah. in. And I think that made made them, like, feel like a part of it and yeah. feel responsibility for it. And um, I definitely think that I think a lot more about after that was the first time that I had ever like actually learned the names of the species around me. And I think that I pay so much more attention to that. And that is such a big part of making people value um, the the ecosystem that they're living in is, is knowing more about it and feeling like a part of it and responsibility for protecting it and maintaining it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like it sounds like this is a really good way to teach children more about the environment. And I'm wondering like, 
this is just me thinking out loud how to incorporate summer camp or make summer camps more accessible to people just in general and, and promote this as a thing, but also being respectful of nature and, you know, how much land we're using and everything. Has your camp stressed the importance of how our actions affect the environment, how to properly treat the outdoors? I know we've talked about this a little bit, but there are any other thoughts you had about Actually, I feel like that's one of the, can be one of the hard things about summer camp is for a lot of people, it's like, oh, I just come here in the summer and like hang out and it's a good time. And like, it's my time away from school in the world. And it's just like, I want to just like not think about anything and hang out. And I think that can be really powerful, but I think it's, it's tough because I think sometimes you do want to contextualize like the things you're doing and not only so you can like be aware of like maybe on one hand, like the privilege you have to be there, but also just generally being grateful that you get to be there. And, but I think it's tough because sometimes like those things require, you know, or I feel like can require like a, like a deeper reflection and thought that I think sometimes like kids at summer camp like don't want to put in. And I think that can be a hard, not, not, it can be like something to, to balance, like, right. You want to have fun and you want to like take kids canoeing and like, like play four square with kids and like get to know them and hang out. But like, there also is, you have to, I think, be intentional about working in time to, to like be more reflective. But I think that can, that can be hard. Cause like summer camps, suppose, like in theory, I guess, is you're just hanging out. Um, and schools where you you think. <laughs> yeah, I think the balance of education and recreation is something I did not think about at all when I was a camper. And then as a counselor, it was like, oh, this is <laughs> so important. Yeah. And um, I have so many things that I want to teach the children, mm. and they uh, just want to hang out. But I think that finding, striking a balance is helpful for that, but definitely a tough, a tough line to walk. Yeah, I think that, that kind of leads into the next thing that we wanted to talk about, and that was whether or not your camp actually stressed the importance of how our actions affect our environment and how to properly treat the outdoors, or if this is something that you kind of found out by yourself, like not necessarily through a structured curriculum that your camp provided. Maybe it was just like the way that you interacted with nature as from just the essence of the camp. I think that kind of in relation to the last question too, thinking about camp as like my place where I go and it's my my spot versus somewhere that I like have the, the um, privilege of being and somewhere that you interact with and want to protect is um, an interesting thing to to try to impress upon kids and I think that that's always something that's really important but um I know when I was working at this camp in the San Juans, we had like a lot of questions about um, how much to teach the kids about how the island had gone from being a place that indigenous people lived to being like owned by the camp. And there were definitely some conversations about how much that was an important thing to talk about with kids and how much they were just there to have fun. But I think that there's a real opportunity there to expose them to something that they might not talk about in school or they might not talk about at home. Um, and I think a lot of camps are kind of grappling with that and, and finding a good way to talk about that with children. Yeah, I think my camp is definitely, or the, yeah, the camp that I had been to and worked at is definitely grappling with those things. And I feel like the hard thing is that for so many people, which is kind of I mean, sort of what I alluded to like in the last question, is that, I think camp for a lot of people is just like, oh, the place I go and hang out. And that's just like what I do in the summer. And I think there's a lot of layers to that. Not only is like one, like many summer camps are like pretty expensive and it's like a big 
just like economic privilege to go to camp. But then also like you you get to then go and be in the outdoors and like that is like a responsibility and a privilege, I would say. And I think for me, like my path to like engaging with outdoors and like coming to care for it as like a more, I guess, like for environmental reasons or for sustainability reasons was definitely like much more personal and much more related to like what what I was doing and like the people I was with rather than like some curriculum that exists. But I, I would, I don't know. It is important to, to like have those conversations. I mean, yeah, I would say definitely like summer camp is at the end of the day, like we're, we're there to have fun and like as a, as like a, I guess a counselor, like you're there to be a good role model, but I think it's also like really valuable to like get people to, to like reflect a little bit and think about like, and if that happens at like a, an institutional level in this framework for that, rather than just like, Oh, like I'm going to be the counselor that like asks my kids these questions. I think like that is something that's super valuable because like for a lot of kids that could be how they start to like care about the environment, which I think is obviously something that's really important. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I would definitely say that that's something that I came to because of other people who cared about it and that I talked to about it as opposed to like something that I will claim to have, to have realized myself. I think that there's like so people being passionate about it is the way that you, that in my experience, learn about it or start, mm-hmm. start to have those thoughts and reflection. Gotcha. So you think it was more like the passionate people that surrounded you at camp that really pushed you to care for the environment rather than a certain like structure I or certain, I don't want to say indoctrination, but that's the mm-hmm. only thing that's coming to my mind. Education. At, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I would say, like, for me, something that was really valuable outside, like, in so many ways was, like, having counselors and, like, having those, like, role models and people that I can look up to. And in a lot of ways, that was, like, very broad, but specific to the outdoors. Like, I think, Annie, you were kind of alluding to this. Is that, like, those people that are passionate about being, like, we're going to go outside and, like, have an awesome time and, like, really just, like, on many levels, like, engage with the outdoors and have a great time, even if it's raining or, like, whatever it is. Like, that is what inspired me to, like, or I think that's what helped me be, like, wow, this is sick. This is amazing. It's so cool. And it's not, it wasn't just, like, a personal thing on that level. But it always came from, like, individuals rather than um, individuals in addition to, you know, um, some larger framework, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. like, I was definitely taught, like, LNT, whatever, yeah. but actually caring about like why you're doing that was because of pe- like mm, people yeah. who would explain things to yeah. me. Okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Do you believe that our future in environmentalism should stem from summer camp? Like how does summer camp factor into how, you know, we're going to look at this in the future? I I want to say yes, like that. I think that I I have so many great examples of of learning about sustainability and learning to care about the environment through summer camp but I also like we touched on camp has so many barriers to entry and it's such a um it tends to be a pretty specific portion of the population that goes to that and so I think for that reason it can't like unless summer camps become unless there's a really big push to make summer camps more accessible which I know there is starting to be um I don't think of that as like a way that could be integral to environmentalism becoming a bigger growth of knowledge about sustainability because there's only like that fraction of of the population that's going and that has mm-hmm. the the money and resources to take time off to go and you know and to to finance that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think also like 
it, like in another way that can be so powerful is definitely for people from urban spaces. Like I would say to an extent, like people like myself and just that, like for some people, like growing up in a city is like your, that's your context. And it can be hard to, I think, especially as we see like more and more people talking about the environment and like the importance of fighting climate change, it can, I feel like it becomes more valuable when you get, to, when you get to be able to like, go beyond like just like you're in a in a big city and go out and be at a camp where yeah at a camp but I, I like like and but that just goes back to to me that like there's so that it is so hard to like it's it's not feasible for for a lot of people to to be able to go to summer camp so i think if if you have the opportunity like yeah of course like summer camp is great but i think the bigger question is like how do we make more people able to like ha- even have that choice Finally, we like to ask all of our interviewees on this podcast a salient question that is, what does sustainability mean to you? If you guys are ready to dive into that one. <laughs> are, do you, are you looking at me because you want me to go first? Okay, I'll take a step. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like sustainability to me comes from like it's important thinking about like why you're being sustainable and to me that comes from like an essential like gratitude slash like empathy for the world around you uh i don't know that's pretty broad and i feel like a lot of buzzwords are being used but i do think like like we want to be sustainable because like one like you can see like how you impact the world and like how that can be negative and positive and like from that like and and then from opportunities like summer camp you get to like care about the world and be like yeah the world is sick the world is dope that's like the third time i've said dope on this podcast <laughs> but like it, it's like when you have that love it comes from love too like like when you have that love for the world like that's what motivates you to be sustainable like you're not sustainable just cuz so i think when you like to me yeah it's kind of an emotional thing which mm-hmm. yeah is is pretty yeah it's very personal to me i don't know <laughs> um i think that that is a really positive answer, and what I'm saying might not be as positive, but I think of it as almost like a response to the pessimism and general um, worry that I and many people feel about the future of the earth, and I think that it's like one response to that, and one thing that is like something that individuals can be focused on and do to to assuage that worry it's a banger word thank you i gotta throw that as bob for <laughs> so i think that's what it means to me it's like a response to mm-hmm. and something that like i can think about and do to to work mm-hmm. against the decay Sweet. Earth. yeah um, <laughs> no, no that's a great answer i think that it, that's a good response like i th- i don't think that negativity should be fought with negativity so i think that you're coming at it from like a positive perspective which is really cool but i wanted to ask since you both essentially mentioned love being behind sustainability because that's what makes you want to care about why we do these things to like keep everything in line do you think that summer camp instilled that love in you for your environment not entirely like there's many other factors but like definitely a component Okay. For, sure. okay. for me, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think it instilled a love of the outdoors, okay. and I think that, but I don't think that it instilled like how to preserve and protect the outdoors right. necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it definitely instilled like right. caring about spaces in the outdoors. Yeah, but I, I yeah, I would echo that. Like the learning for how mm-hmm. came yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. These are our wonderful guests, Benny Adler and Annie Mahoney. We enjoyed having you on the podcast. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, (laughs) of course. Yeah. So this is the Green Tea Podcast with Nick Sibirikov. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Take care.